that was a good smack I did. Holy crap, that kind of hurt. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> welcome, welcome. We're back. Talk about Mandalorian. I'm Paul with me is Hank. Hello, I'm Hank. You're Hank. Uh, yes. And we're talking about Chapter 11, The Heiress, uh, Episode 3 of Season 2. This one was huge for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> There's a, a lot of cool shit going on here. Um the frog guess, couple like, reunited. The most beautiful moment in all of the Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so this starts off with uh, the Mandalorian actually making it to Trask after a bumpy ride in through the atmosphere, breaking down uh, on landing, basically. But they made it. They were able to get the frog lady and her husband together to do the whatever the hell they do behind closed doors. I'm not judging. Um, and this is where he is meeting up with somebody at the bar, basically, to find out more about, uh, like, his own kind or whatever. <clears throat> All right, so... Is that really her official name is Frog Lady? That's just her name? <laughs> Did they really not give her a name? I mean, on this Wikipedia I, plot summary, it calls her the Frog Lady. So I don't, I don't know. I get, you know what, they must not have... <laughs> <laughs> because uh, they, Baby Yoda's official name is the Child. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Wild. Um. So right off the bat, different scenery right away. Uh, yeah. no longer in desert or snowiness. We are on a water planet with a bunch of Mon Calamari, which is kind of fun yeah. to see. Everything's and um, wet. I don't remember the name of the other squid people here. Do you remember their name? What they are? No. <clears throat> the not so we meet a Moncalamari dock worker right at the beginning. Uh yeah. that is like I can make her fly, but I can't fix her, basically. I thought that was Dude, funny. That that felt like me at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like I can I can fucking do it, but fucking I'm not gonna be happy about it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's funny because it comes into play later where it's like, well, it flies, but it's very obviously a piece of shit. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, the but there's, like, another the... species here. But that, mm-hmm. I don't remember what they're called. I read it, but I can't remember now. <clears throat> they're, like, another type of weird fish person. Actually, there's a bunch of different types of fish people, just in general. The yeah. ones I'm talking about are kind of like bad guys, like they thugs, have like almost Cthulhu faces. <laughs> they kind of do, yeah, for they sure. Kind of like mind uh, flayers, but they have mouths. Like yes, they have mouths. they're weird. Yeah, uh, they kind of reminded me of Davy Jones from yeah. Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean, but like not as cool looking, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay, so it, he goes to the bar. Uh, there's somebody watching him and they like disappear when he's like looking to because he felt like he was being watched uh, more on that later I guess because we meet that person eventually mm-hmm. I think I don't remember actually if she's one of them or not but anyways um, they go to the pub or whatever baby Yoda gets some chowder which attaches to his face and is hilarious <laughs> to me I found it funny <laughs> I love Mando's reaction. Just don't play with your food. Yeah, he just like kills it or grabs it or whatever. It's pretty good. So um, good. So he buys some information 
obviously somebody overheard or whatever and or they meet up with him these uh weird cthulhu people and say yeah we'll take you to whoever it's only about a three-hour trip by boat or whatever i can't remember it's something like that Mm -hmm. so they're like okay cool um, it turns out really quickly that they were trying to rob him of his Beskar armor because they set a trap where they push baby Yoda into the maw of some weird <laughs> fish creature eel thing that we don't uh-huh. see for more than like a second. And uh, when Mando jumps in to save him or whatever, they close the door behind it, like the little hatch or whatever, and are trying to drown him basically so they could steal his armor. And this is where we meet the actual people that are important. We meet the other Mandalorians that mm-hmm. it apparently exist in this world. So that's very cool. Um, yeah. Instantly, pretty, like, I have subtitles on. And yeah. the first time she talks, it says Bo-Katan on it. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit. So even before uh-huh. she fucking took the thing off, the subtitle spoiled who it was for me, and it was so fucking bad. Um, mm. But anyways, uh, Bo-Katan is a Mandalorian from the Clone Wars era, and is specifically, like, has a, f- a small role in the cartoon or whatever, but who she is is basically, like, the heiress, essentially, to... <clears throat> Mandalore and the people because her sister was the like ruler or whatever of Mandalore that she disagreed with and uh her sister was the one that kind of made it so that like Mandalorians should be more receptive to other cultures and like actually try democracy and shit like that where Bo-Katan is very much like no Mandalorians fight like we're martial in nature and blah 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 mm-hmm. um which is what's fun what's funny is when they take off their helmets after saving uh, Mando, he freaks out. He's like, what are you doing? Like, where did you get that armor or whatever? Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's he's one of those people. He's a purist or whatever. He's a zealot. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, because apparently the people that the Mandalorian has been raised yeah. by are an offshoot of her old group called, like, the Death Watch or something like that. Death Watch, yeah. And, uh his group that like broke off or whatever they kind of evolved as people um the like other mandalorians here whereas the mando's group of people are very very much about we have to do things the old traditional way down to a t don't ever be a person like take out don't ever take off your stuff and blah 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 so i found it funny that they're just like oh gross it's one of them (laughs) I mean, I that, that was again, funny. that's that you, this was like, if you're going to like um, pair up man, this Mandalorian stuff with this Mandalorian stuff from Clone Wars, you have to do that. Because like a lot of that show Absolutely. takes place on Mandalore and fucking everybody's taking their helmets off all the time. It's just like, sure. It's yeah. not how they yeah. live. Yeah. <clears throat> Also, it leads to some f- interesting dynamics they could do in the writing of the characters, where there's like a old versus new sort of thing, uh, kind of like fish out of water thing, where like he's trying to kind of understand where he fits in like Mandalorians, where yeah. the people he learned from aren't even yeah. really necessarily 
the Mandalorians. They're just kind of like a weird religious cult version almost of them. Well, it's so and it's funny that like <laughs> these people who are Mandalorians from Mandalore are yeah. like way more. Uh, they're way less strict about some of that stuff than he who is not technically a Mandalorian, but completely raised in this cultish Mandalorian way. That's so he's like, it's just that, that dichotomy, that contrast. <clears throat> yeah. Also the fact that, uh, they know he was a foundling like right away. Yeah. They, they sniff him out immediately. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, you're not like a real dude though. <laughs> Come on. Just, he's you're not our like Mandalorian. Yeah, no. And, um, I, th- Anyways, what they do is they set up a lot of interesting, like, little trails they could go down to write character stuff for them. And I yeah. thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess the most important thing for now is we learn about Bo-Katan. Just in general, they kind of do a, like... Actually, I thought the way they kind of did the exposition dump was uh, kind of cute, where he's like, you're taking off your helmet. Where did you get your armor? And it was, like, ready to attack, essentially. And then she was just like where do I get my armor? Like it's been in my family for generations, you know, from fucking Mandalore when I fought in the purge, like, you know, I'm a real like live Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Like who the fuck are you <laughs> sort of thing? Yeah. I thought that was well done. It's, it's also like a really good contrast to like what happened in episode one of the season. <laughs> yes. He also yeah, met no, someone sure. in Mandalorian armor who took off the helmet, but there he was like the real one. He was the, yeah, for sure. Um, so they, this is just like exposition, not exposition, dump, but like set up for so many fucking cool things to come. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked for information about where he can find the Jedi uh, because this is the race of sorcerers that he's supposed to bring the child to his whole mission or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're like, Jedi, what do you know of Jedi? And she's all like, well, I know one. Ask for Ahsoka. It's just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> like, yeah. she's still, like, alive in this fucking time doing shit? And they're like, she's on some planet. I can't remember which one they said. Like, forest planet or something. So, uh, uh, for I guess for Corvus. people who don't know, that's the main character from, like, the Clone Wars cartoon and shit. Yes, trained by Anakin. Uh, yeah, <clears> Anakin's Padawan. Cor- Corvus is the... Corvus, that's it, yeah. Uh, so that's a huge fucking deal, uh, because yeah. that is directly finally tying together this yeah. stuff with like really big shit from the past, which is kind of cool. And like, so I think for a long time, like fans just assumed Ahsoka survived, but like they kind of there was no info about it though. Yeah, yeah, they put out a well, they put out a book, I think. Or they like that came out not that long ago about Ahsoka, or they announced it or something. But yeah, oh, really? they haven't. There hasn't been a lot about her. Um, oh, I didn't even know they did that. Honestly, yeah. <clears throat> okay. They've they've definitely like the Ahsoka comeback has been certainly a thing people knew was coming, but it's it's exciting. It's happening here because I don't really yeah. like that show, but she's a cool character. Despite yeah, that. I mean they should do more with her. Also, yeah. Bo-Katan is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh-huh. also, the fact that the actress who played her 
voiceover is playing her in this is just so perfect. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, chef's kiss. Good good job, guys. Um yeah. Also, okay, so do you know who's going to be playing Ahsoka? I have no idea. Show? Uh Rosario Dawson. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god, this casting this <laughs> casting director should like get the biggest raise ever. <laughs> like honestly, it's so perfect. Holy shit. Yeah. Also, I will say that like even though it was ruined for me who she was uh-huh. uh because of the subtitles, as soon as she takes off her helmet, it's the perfect hairstyle and look. Like she looks exactly like a human counterpart would. So, mm-hmm. I was stoked. Like super stoked about that. Yeah. Um Okay, anyways, back to the actual oh, show. And also, After, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah, you can no, go on. Summary. I, I was just okay. going to say, there. it was also hinted that some of this stuff was going to come in because of the reveal of the, the Darksaber at the end of last season. Like, Bo-Katan yes. being interested in that was obviously, like, that was, that was, that breadcrumb trail was leading <clears throat> here. Yes, for sure. So the idea here is that, uh, she knows where the Jedi are, um, or some a Jedi is, but for the information, he has to help them with a job because that's how he gets all his information, is by bartering. I mean, he's a bounty hunter. It's what they yeah. do. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the job is to take Imperial weapons from a freighter, <laughs> a giant freighter full of stormtroopers and, like, the remnants of Imperials or whatever. Uh, we find out later that those weapons were for Moff Gideon and his tribe of people or whatever and like that whole thing so there's a little bread trail there um but i guess this is where we should talk about like this is where the actual stuff starts happening uh oh wait 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 no first he takes baby yoda to the frog people for them to watch over him and he eyes the uh the eggs and it makes me nervous. So it, it still happened. makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and man, it's like, be polite. Yeah, you know what I mean. He like <laughs> literally says it or whatever. Yeah, no, man. it's so weird. But this is, I think, the first time he goes on a mission without Baby Yoda, like in his watch somewhere. So it's pretty big that he leaves him with somebody. Um. Okay, but now the mission they. The idea is is that there's no way they could sneak onto the ship because of it being heavily guarded or whatever. So what they're going to do is that while it's in, like, idling altitude ready to take off, they're going to jetpack up and take the weapons from the cargo hold, basically. Um, And it should just be an easy in and out, like maybe a platoon worth of people, nothing too big. Of course, he's just like, okay, this will be like a two-minute job. Who gives a shit? Let's do it. Uh, we find out later that they're actually going to take the whole ship, uh, not just the weapons, for reasons which we'll get into in a second. And that's yeah. when he's like, oh, God, this just became a real big job now. Um, <laughs> but this is basically just our action sequence where yeah. we get to see some cool Mandalorians flying in, taking out uh, stormtroopers using the thermal grenades or whatever. And, like, just yeah. really kicking the shit out of some people. And we it's we got our train robbery scene. We got our train <laughs> robbery scene. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, they get locked in. At, like 
the alarms go off basically as they're doing the weapon thing. They get locked in the cargo hold uh, well, from the cockpit. The best part is when <clears throat> the dudes, like, they're coming and the dude who's, like, in the cargo hold to defend it is like, oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to get here. Close all the doors. And, like, they Just... get locked into the cargo control room. And he's like, where did you, you lock them in? The cargo And then they get jettisoned out the airlock. It's so good. <laughs> it's uh, very good. Yeah. Um, And then we get the whole part where, like, the dude that's kind of running the freighter ship, the Imperial General or whatever that's on the ship, mm-hmm. makes the, or gets the command to get, like to take out basically everybody take out the ship or whatever so he kills the pilots and then starts just like jettisoning it down into the water to die i guess to like take it all take them all down yeah um from gideon himself moff gideon so this is where we find out that he has something to do with this weapon freighter that they're on uh Obviously, it's no big problem for them to just, like, run to the end of the ship, grab hold of it, even though it's, like, falling down, and then, like, kind of question him what the fuck's going on, and he kills himself with, like, this sci-fi version of, like, a cyanide pill in his teeth yeah. or something. It's it's an uh, it's an electric-type cyanide capsule. Yeah. <laughs> it exactly. uses thunder on him, and then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> um... Honestly, this whole part is literally just a, a spectacle of them killing a whole bunch of stormtroopers and Mando having the heroic moment of being shot a million times in the chest because his armor is like impenetrable. That part, so that part's pretty dope where he's just like, yeah. just runs forward, eats all the laser fire and tosses the grenades. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> it's really good for sure. Um, Yeah, they force their way to the cockpit and this is where also um, during the like questioning of him, uh, Bo-Katan threatens uh, him and says, where's the dark saber? And we're just yes. like, oh, shit, the dark saber, the thing he had at the end. Oh, my God. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because she was telling a story, ba- not a story necessarily, but she needs it to rule Mandalore. Basically, yeah. like. <sighs> She wants to go back to Mandalore and kind of bring the Mandalorians back to the way they were. And since she is the sister of the old, I can't remember what they're called. Like, I keep thinking like prime minister, but it's not that. It's not like an actual term. It's, um, you remember what it's called? I can't remember. Anyways, like the throne or whatever, right? Like the throne of Mandalore. Um... Oh no, aren't they literally called Mandalore or something? I don't remember. Anyway. Man Um Yeah, Mandalore with like an apostrophe between the D and the A. Yeah, which is basically <laughs> like King or uh, whatever. It's like it's like if your world was called King Land and then like you lived <laughs> on King and like ruled City King as the king. It's so weird. It's like you're King Vegeta <laughs> on Planet Vegeta. It actually is that, like, <laughs> legitimately. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, for some reason or whatever, she needs the dark saber, or somebody needs the dark saber, and then we find out that it's her trying to like become the next heiress or whatever, the next ruler. The return um, of the queen. 
Return of the Queen sort of thing. <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, yeah, Captain kills himself. They get out or whatever um, because they the distress signal has been sent and Moff Gideon's probably like on their trail right now. So they have uh, man the Mandalorian and the child have to leave basically immediately where the others they're called the night owls by the way the man the group of mandalorians but bo-katan and her yeah. little crew there give the information to go to corvus where he'll find ahsoka um and maybe some more information about the jedi just in general uh and that she like invites him to hang out with them at any time to like help bring glory back to mandalore yeah. or whatever they're doing um bo-katan will remember goes, this <laughs> Hmm? We'll see, Bo-Katan will remember this. We'll see them again yeah. before the season. Oh, for over, sure. Probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, he goes back to the frogs' home, and we see Baby Yoda playing with the tadpole thing that yeah. hatched, like the child. And it's weirdly long. It's a weirdly long shot. It's like a maybe half a full minute of just him, like just weird puppetry going on and i'm like what the fuck are we watching right now <laughs> like why is this why are they on this scene for so long um but he seems to like like it and he asks if they can keep it in whatever language or grunts or whatever he does because uh. he's like no i have enough pets as they're like walking away <clears throat> um yeah i don't know i thought that part was cute but it just lasted too long it's like why is he like clapping or like moving his hands all look, weirdly around this thing look, i was afraid he was going to eat it i know I, I'm, just, I'm glad to be away from them so that that anxiety can go away um i think it's just yeah. they need they didn't fill their baby yoda quota for the rest of the episode because baby yoda wasn't in enough of it so they're like we need more yeah. baby yoda to fuel the meme machine yeah everybody didn't ask where's baby yoda Exactly. And he wasn't on screen. They had to do something about it. Uh -huh. Um. Okay, he grabs him, goes to the ship. The ship is literally being held by fishing nets and wires. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's uh, so gross. <laughs> he says, like, well, I said I'd get it to fly or something like that. And yeah. sure enough, it... Like, it flies but it's like, it's like if you've ever driven a car where there's like a problem i can't remember what it is like with the timing belt or something and it does this weird jerky motion as you're going uh -huh. it like literally does that where it's like going up and it's just like jerking a few meters every yeah. like bit it's I mean, really uncomfortable <laughs> watching it go yeah. up honestly um, but it's so it, and then, it's just great because it's like yeah you paid him like a thousand credits but he's a dude whose dock is like in the middle of a dock like yeah what did, what was he what did you expect literally one dude by the way <laughs> uh -huh. literally one dude uh -huh. um he did his and best. then it just kind of ends with them heading off uh i'm assuming to corvus uh, like where else would they go but i'm sure there will be pit stops along the way yeah. um and a weird little tentacle thing drips onto or like it's about to attack baby yoda and mandalorian just like grabs and kills it essentially yeah and baby yoda eats it then 
and then baby yoda and it ends with baby yoda, it, a tentacle in baby yoda's mouth because of uh-huh. course yeah um yeah that's the whole thing there is a lot of like lore shit going on in this one and yes. it's fucking great it gets me so excited for what might come up and also a little nervous because they could fuck some shit up really badly if they like write stuff yeah, not totally. great or something. I don't know. What's your uh, what's your favorite stuff going on in this? I mean, the heist was fun. Like it was, it was a good time. Like robbing that cargo ship, and yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm excited for for future stuff. I. It, I will say I've heard people like overstating how good they thought this episode was. So I'm a little, <laughs> a little softer on it. The people are saying like, this is the best episode of the show ever. And I'm like, I don't agree with that, but it might it be good. one of the most important ones besides like, you know, baby. Yoda. No, if you're, if for people who are like giant clone wars fans, I could see them feeling that way, but sure. Yeah. Like when uh, Ahsoka actually shows up and does cool stuff, like I'll, yeah, I'll be more excited. <laughs> yeah, no, that's kind of where I'm at with it, too. What I'm excited for is the potential that this show sets up this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Finally, we finally established the cool things that are going to happen. Yeah. More and than honestly, are, uh, I'm just completely transparently. Boba Fett showing up a little, at some point before this. but Yeah. After, um, after what happened in the last one where there was kind of nothing but spectacle, it was super nice to get back to like a giant story dump of stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, so there is that, that kind of like pushes me over the edge a little bit. Also, this is a very short one and it's a surprising how much happens in it. This is like a 32 minute, something like that. Just a little bit over 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, just think about episode. how quick it goes from, him getting advice from that dude to being on that dude's ship to that dude pushing Baby Yoda into the maw of a sea beast and locking him underwater. <laughs> Just like it's one scene, yeah. Bam, bam, bam. We gotta let's keep this moving, baby. It's yeah. pretty great. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, also, this is the second episode by Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, directed by her. Yes. She did the the one where they, uh, her and the right wing crazy lady turned out to be the i can't remember her gina carano but i don't remember her name in the uh show where they like have a showdown with the dudes who keep attacking the little village that foresty Mm -hmm. planet or whatever so she did that episode as well uh it's good it was a good episode um i'm just trying to think of really standout things obviously just the character stuff this is like huge for character stuff going on. Yeah. Finding finding new other Mandalorians is so nice, honestly. Mm. For some reason it was almost like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, these are like humans who like talk to people and <laughs> have feelings. Yeah. They're not like completely yeah. repressed the way Mando is. Yeah. Also um, that they recognize look. that what he's doing is weird is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like when the ship was about to land and then the engine blew up and it all fell in the water. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, got so close. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, again, I like Mon Calamari. I liked, yeah, the Mon Calamari dock worker. I just I felt a kinship with that dude. Yeah, that dude had just a working guy. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Yeah. So I'll make her oh. fly. <laughs> I'm just seeing if there's anything. I don't think there's anything else. It was kind of like, honestly, but, the yeah, heist a, I mean, is fine, yeah. but it's not yeah. great. It's not the best heist they've done even. No, so. no, no. That's that. That was my other thing. Is like in terms of a heist, it wasn't as good as the, like the prison episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. But this one certainly uh, does build more. Like this one shows more potential for future episodes, which I feel like yes. the way people react to these episodes. Like I also thought people were way more down on the ice spiders episode than I was. Like I feel like people just want that like plot drip they just fucking need it <laughs> of like things the things that matter the details sure. the deets i love they that need, shit they need dark I saber love the de- they need dark There's saber name drops both. And, yeah no i mean ideally the the show would be given it's like <clears throat> it would be giving you a little bit of everything but i'm fine yeah. with episodes that don't that don't have that um i mean I I've heard like the opposite, people, where that was one of the best episodes of oh, the series. <laughs> that I also don't agree with. So yeah, that shit. one I felt honestly I disagree I mean, with it being that, the best episode more than it being the worst. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You'd have to really like ice spiders. Were, I mean, some like, people might love ice spiders. It's like fucking ice spiders, dude. <laughs> Yeah, maybe um, they just really okay. like that frog lady. Just for like any final thoughts? Um, Baby Yoda did not eat any more eggs in this episode, and I was relieved. But you were worried the whole time. I was we worried the whole time. We all were, <laughs> especially when he left him alone. <laughs> like, no, you left a monster there. Um. I like that, like, the show has room for, like, the touching emotional reunion between two frog characters who don't talk. <laughs> and they just do this awkward, like, Muppet thing where they're just kind of, like, patting each other. Yeah, like, yeah. just Muppet shit. Give it to me. I love Muppet shit. <laughs> it's really good. All right, well, we'll end that there. We'll be back to talk about the next episode.